Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Eden Bowen, partner and financial planner at Fee Only Financial Planning, LC, FeeOnlyRoanoke.com. Eden, thanks so much for joining us. Well, hey there, Seth. Thanks for having me today. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Yes, my pleasure. Now, I think you've got the distinction of being the only financial planner we've ever interviewed who has a minor in equine studies. Tell us about your love of horses. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Be careful. That's a that's a big can of worms that you're opening. <laughs> um yeah, so I've been an equestrian since, gosh, I think I started riding when I was seven. My mom likes to say that horse was one of my first words. So um, I've been riding all my life and actually have, uh, as you pointed out, a minor in equine studies. And that's actually the uh, career path that I had originally thought that I would follow uh, following graduation. But as we know, life has twists and turns, and now I am in the financial industry, but horses are still a big, big part of my life. All right, so I just got to know, what is the career path for someone in the equine business? And then we'll get into the financial planning aspect. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, like with any industry, there's there's plenty of professions that can be had. So I knew I didn't want to be hands-on per se with horses as far as being like a horse trainer or um, a riding instructor, barn manager. I knew I didn't want to spend day in and day out in the barn. Um, I like to do that, you know, on the side as a hobby, but I didn't want to do that full time. So with my business degree in equine minor, I had hoped to, uh, and I actually did, I pursued a, a career for a few years um, within the equine business. And um, I worked for a, an equine company called Smart Pack Equine. And they are pioneers in the equine nutritional space, if you will believe it, just like people take supplements. Yeah, um, of course, the supplement take supplements. business. Yeah, they do. And it's it's actually, you know, a big business. And uh, Smart Pack is well known for any other horse lovers listening. Um, we'll know the name quite well. They have a proprietary feed method where it's like a single serve kind of like how people have the single serve like you can put all of your supplements and do yes. a like a monthly auto ship type of thing so 
15 years ago, I believe, SmartPak created that for horses, and it's wildly popular. And I'm, although not working for the company anymore, um, really enjoyed my time there, and I still use all of their products on my two horses. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, a, a twist of fate ended up, uh, like I said, instead, you know, pursuing um, finance, which had you asked me that even five years ago, but definitely 10 years ago when I was in school, I would have said that is the last thing I thought that I would do. Understood. And talk a little bit about the transition from the world of horses to financial services. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, good question. The two don't really seem like they would relate, but uh, that story begins way back when I was a child. So I'm a second generation partner in my family's financial planning practice. And so that means I grew up being around, um, you know, their firm, literally getting to meet, you know, their clients that became close friends at the house and, um, you know, through other social events. And, And even too, in my teenage years, I would answer the phones at the office and, uh, you know, do some filing or shredding, whatever my parents really had lying around that I could do as a summer job. Um, So my exposure to the business began at a young age. um, But probably as most teenagers would tell you, the last thing I thought I would end up doing would be working with my parents in a professional sense. Uh, I had hard eyes for horses and just really pursued that 100%, but still well knowing that you know, my major in business administration would provide a safety net should things not work out in the horse world. So, um, you know, my parents, if you ask them this question, they'd say they they dripped on me for a long time saying, you know, if this is ever something you want to do, all you have to do is, you know, let us know. And so after two months living in New England, working with SmartPak, mind you, I'm a Southerner at heart. I grew up in Southwest Virginia. So the move to New England was was a big transition in and of itself. After two brutal winters there, I, I knew that I had to transition back down South to be closer to family and um, had, you know, explored an, an opportunity to take my work remote with me. But even five years ago, that was nowhere near as common as it is today. So um, things transpired where I had moving plans and I needed a job and uh, my parents had a lot of project work that they had wanted to give time and attention, but just because of the volume of, you know, work in the practice, they really didn't have a chance to. So um, put my writing and marketing skills and, and uh, customer support expertise to, uh, to work. And I joined the practice in 2016, um, really solely with the intention of, you know, ex- helping them with project management and and looking for another opportunity um, elsewhere. Now, six months into that role, uh, I really got to see the ins and outs of financial planning and just grew to love it. I, I, I loved, you know, the relationships that I knew we had with clients, but seeing it firsthand and, you know, despite my parents telling me over the years that really, it's only about a third of our job number crunching, you know, it's nothing to be afraid of. There's, you know, education and counseling and relationship building and all these other pieces to it. I couldn't really grasp that until I saw it firsthand. Um, So yeah, six months into me working in the practice, I started pursuing my CFP. Well, congratulations. It's an incredible journey. So you talked about the relationship aspect. Talk a little bit about what makes uh, Fee Only Roanoke different. 
Yeah, so I'd say we're we're unique in several ways. Um, so first and foremost, we're a family practice. You know, um, three partners, myself and my parents. We don't have any support staff. Um, and what makes that even more impressive is we serve 140 families um, and about 300 million in assets under management. So I'd say we like to say that we're a pretty lean machine. <laughs> Um, and, and the way that we accomplish that too, in managing that workload is, is kind of unique as well. Um, so we, we really offer, um, first and foremost, comprehensive planning. So we do financial planning in tandem with asset management, um, and really believe that the foundation of any, you know, investment performance or portfolio is comprehensive and collaborative planning. Um, and, and specifically to, you know, we are proud to be fee only um, and, you know, kind of be pioneers in that field. Our, our practice started in 1981. Um, and I'm proud to say that a lot of the clients that we still serve today are some of my parents' first clients from the 80s. That is awesome. Now, uh, you talked about the relationships. How often are you touching your clients and how are you touching them other than investment performance results? Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because we're a little unique in that sense as well. So um, kind of from a, I guess, an upper level view, we have kind of two uh, main business models, as you would say. So we have like a flat fee, semi-annual reporting model, and, that, and that's about half of our business. And then the other half is, um, more intensive quarterly reporting, which is built upon a percentage of assets under management contract. And we also do have a, a growing, I guess, um, more introductory financial planning only model, which we've been building out recently to work with younger professionals um, who, you know, don't have the investable assets that fit into our traditional model. Um, but really, it's those two, you know, prior models that, that build our business. And so, um, what that looks like is obviously either semi-annual or quarterly reporting, but something that is also unique about us and, and allows us to manage our workflow better is that we do uh, rolling 90-day quarters as opposed to calendar quarters. So um, I'd say that makes us a little unique. At the, end, at the beginning of every month, uh, we report on about a third of our clients' portfolios and breaking up our workload and, and touching our clients, you know, according to, like I said, what that, what that reporting schedule looks like also looks like a, a personalized letter that accompanies uh, their reports. So, you know, we, we do a deep dive into their portfolio and make explicit recommendations um, each either six or three months and, and send a personalized letter that, you know, also includes, you know, uh, hope, hope your family's doing well, hope the dog's going well, you know, all of those types of really personal touches that, um, that we're able to do because we do collaborate you know, all three of us with each client family. Um, and, and there's a lot of history there. So I'd say that makes us unique. Um, you know, we also kind of let the, the client dictate uh, untraditional meeting schedules. So, you know, we were available for clients, obviously, to reach us via email or on the phone, and they certainly take advantage of that. And, and we love that, you know, for quick questions. But I know, it's traditional in our industry to, uh, you know, have an annual meeting or maybe a semi-annual meeting or whatever that might look like. And we really don't follow that traditional model. You know, we respect and understand um, that the client wants to meet and talk to us as much as the client wants to meet and talk to us. So if that looks like more, we'll meet more. 
Um, but oftentimes in our experience over the last almost 40 years, it's, it's looked like a lot less. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's great. We really work to build a system together and we implement and we're here as life changes and, you know, being with people for 30 plus years, certainly we've seen a lot of life changes and, you know, marriages and divorces and moves and retirement and whatever that looks like. And we're happy to be there along the way. Absolutely. How are you bringing new clients in the door in this post-COVID environment? Yeah, uh, good question, because it definitely looks different now than it did before. Uh, So uh, we also, all three of us actually work uh, exclusively remotely at this point. And, And I would say that that is because of COVID, but we, we, actually made that transition last year. So we had a traditional, uh, you know, office front in downtown Virginia for 36 years. And uh, last October, we decided to sell the building. And because many of our clients, you know, they, they live across 18 different states, and even the local clients really don't um, have the need that they once maybe did, um, you know, to, to come by and meet unexpectedly or have meetings in person, technology has really allowed us to, you know, expand what a traditional meeting looks like. So um, as of last year, we've all been working remotely. And um, it was actually a pretty seamless transition for us because of, as I said, how our clients have, you know, spread out over the country, and they've been accustomed to a virtual experience. I've been working from Atlanta, Georgia, for the past two years, which in and of itself was a pretty seamless transition as well for that same reason. It's funny, I had other professionals in in the Virginia area prior to my move tell me that, well, I just don't know how you're going to be able to to maintain your client base here in Virginia if you're in Atlanta. And um, we're proud to say that we didn't lose any families. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's kind of funny, especially now looking back in retrospect, like who would have thought we would have been here where everybody's been forced to adopt the model that we've you know, kind of early on, um, really enjoyed and were able to, to leverage. So as far as bringing clients in a lot, a lot of our clients, you know, our business has grown organically just via word of mouth and um, referral from, you know, existing clients um, makes for an, an intricate web when, you know, a lot of your, your clients are related or professional colleagues or, you know, um, it's it's just kind of funny when you think about how the the two degrees of separation really is quite larger when it comes to to this kind of uh, you know practice. But yeah, it it really has been a matter of you know growing by word of mouth, growing by uh, referrals from our from our existing awesome clients, um, being with you know my parents as advisors for thirty plus years. Unfortunately, a lot of our our clients are, you know, transitioning and and um and growing older, and so natural attrition has occurred. But, you know, because of our uh, pretty close relationship of those thirty plus years with families, I've gotten to establish a relationship with their with their children, and and maintain, you know, kind of that transitional, uh, generational wealth has has maintained in our practice. So, um, you know, we're lucky to say that that's been the case. That is awesome. Great story, uh, amazing uh, practice that you've built um, for our folks who want to learn more about what you're doing. Where is the best place for them to go and learn? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find us on our website at Um I also am 
producing a monthly blog there as well that's new this year. And I'm looking forward to generating, you know, more educational content. That's something I'm very passionate about is, um, you know, improving financial literacy and empowering, you know, either clients or prospects or, you know, just just individuals. They, they should really, you know, know what they're investing in, know what their financial plan is, know how those things work, how much they cost, um, and feel empowered to take control of, of that. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a blog on there. I would encourage people to follow along. Um, and, and really, our website is the best place to reach us. Awesome. Thank you so much for a fascinating interview. This has been Seth Green with Eden Bowen of TheOnlyRoanoke.com. Eden, thanks so much. Thank you very much, Seth. Take care. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.